0: Welcome back to the Cinemania World Podcast for another episode of PSITLOU, our weekly recap and review for the new HBO series, The Last of Us. I am Larry, filling in for hosting duties this week, and I'm joined by one of my co hosts for this series, Hannah. Hey, Hannah hey we're back we're back we're back again with another episode of the last of us six weeks already you feel like it's going fast
1: yeah thinking about how there's only three episodes left is making me really sad
0: (laughs) i know what a weird number huh nine episode season
1: it was supposed to be ten but what happened is they ended up um, taking the first two episodes and making them the first episode.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah, well, that makes that sense.
1: Episode was supposed to end actually when um, Joel throws that kid um, into the fire. <laughs> the first episode was supposed to end.
0: Alrighty then. Wow. I mean, I guess it it makes sense to combine them. I think to give us that intro to Ellie and yeah, you get a full scope of it. Um. So I'm, you know. It is what it is, I guess, but now that just means the finale lands on a day I don't want it to land on, so we're still (laughs) there, Uh, but episode six, we are past halfway, only have three episodes left now at this point. About how far into the game is this? Like, how much much more game hour play do you have once we hit this point? Okay.
1: So... Hmm. So, this would be no, this would be the beginning of winter, and winter is a pretty short section of the game. Um, and then it would be the spring section, and that's pretty much where, um, we have our big fight finale, I guess, okay. of the game. So, I'd say like three hours okay. is what we're shy of with hmm.
0: the game. Okay, that's not too bad.
1: We're pretty close to the ending.
0: Okay. So at least... At least we don't feel like we have a ton to leave out to get to the ending on time then. Yes. Okay. Well, to start episode six, we are in the vast... Well, really. Hold on. To start episode six, they're like, remember that trauma you faced last week? Let's show it to you one more time.
1: Oh, my God. I was
0: like, What? is going on here. I thought this was like somebody dreaming or having... No, they just wanted us to have extra PTSD. I know. Because like, right after they show that scene, it's like, three months later. Oh. <laughs> thanks, like, I fuck guess. you. Yeah. What Jesus. in the world? HBO? <laughs> but we get in and they're in this barren wasteland and we come across this little couple who are just living their little lives out in the woods. And Allie and Joel kind of interrogate them to find out what's the deal out here. Have you seen Tommy? Do you know of a Tommy? And they basically give them a little bit of directions, but also warn them that once they go past this river, nobody ever comes back. And it's just a bunch of dead people, dead, infected, that whole ordeal. So you were telling me, these, this whole thing, not game. Like, no. This is new. None
1: of it. Yeah so Uh, people and everything actually around this time we'd be in fall in the game okay so we just skip straight to winter with this um after sam and henry you cut to black and then once you get back into the game you're joel and ellie and you see them just kind of standing there and it like says fall before then and the whole journey to tommy's takes place during the fall
0: okay okay so they, they moved seasons on all of this.
1: Yes. And um, that dam that we saw in mm-hmm. the episode for a short little minute, that is like a little uh, <laughs> puzzle that you get to do in the game. So that was like really cool to see and have a cute little Easter egg of. Okay. But also, we never really see Jackson. Um like it is in the uh the show because we see them trying to repair the uh electronic water thing whatever when we get to because those big gates we go into them but it's not to like actual jackson it's like where they're doing their electricity stuff and they're trying to get it up back and running um so you never get to see Jackson. The first time you see Jackson actually is in part two. So it was Whoa. really cool to see Jackson actually.
0: Okay. So that's definitely new. So we get like cornered by all these people who have a dog who, you know, okay. This like a medical dog or a police dog in this day and age. This little dog can sniff out the infected and so, obviously, we're all a little bit, a little bit nervous, um, if it's going to smell Ellie or not. But no, I mean, she's technically not infected; she's just bitten. So I guess the dog can't smell it, and you know, she's bonding. She's having fun with this cute little dog, who was actually adorable. I was like, oh my god, oh, I love this dog.
1: And her little moments with, like, all the animals throughout the episode. All <laughs> like, oh, my baby.
0: <laughs> but one of these women is like, what's your name? When he lets it be known he's looking for his brother. And so she, she obviously recognizes something about it and takes him back to Jackson, this little makeshift town. That they've made in the middle of Wyoming, which Jack there is a Jackson, Wyoming. Um, I don't know if that's where they built this one or whatnot. But we see this little town. She's telling us how it's self-sufficient. That they have all this stuff hooked up to the dam. It's looking like a pretty lush place to me. I don't know. I'm I might want to stay there if I'm living in this world.
1: <laughs> I know they have a good. They're living in luxury,
0: baby. Right? Compared to all these other people, even people that are in, like, big cities, like them people living in Kansas City, that ain't shit. I'm like, okay, i will rather live in Jackson. I'm just <laughs> being real right now. Um, but we find out that this woman is named Maria, and she's actually married to Tommy and pregnant. Now, you said the pregnancy is also new. Is that right?
1: Yes. Uh, Maria is definitely not pregnant in part okay. one or part two. Oh. So... <laughs>
0: Oh my! I don't know if that makes me nervous or what to do with that information, or what they're gonna do with that. See, like we gonna get I... a red wedding? She gonna get stabbed <laughs> in the stomach? Like, what's really going on here?
1: <laughs> I love this change though because it adds so much to, I guess, the turmoil with Tommy and Joel. Yeah, and just I know Tommy wants Joel to be happy for him and. Joel should be happy for him, but I just I can't imagine how it feels for Joel to know that Tommy is getting this chance while Joel had it taken away from him. Yeah. So do you get
0: confronted by this like little group of ragtag people in the game?
1: No. <laughs>
0: oh, okay. They
1: you just kind of stumble upon the gates and Uh-oh. they're like drop your weapons or like <laughs> or like whatever. Um <laughs> And then Tommy, he walks up and he's like, put your guns down. That's my fucking brother. <laughs> oh. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> okay, so we don't get cornered. We don't have the little dog. None of that is going no. on in the you game. Know what? There is
1: a dog that you get to pet in the game. Uh, <laughs> he's just like laying on the ground and you walk past it and you see like the triangle thing pop up and it's like, pet the dog.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well... We soon find out that Joel is having what seemed to be like many panic attacks. Yeah. He has one early in the episode. And then he has one right there in Jackson. Because he's having like flashbacks. He's seeing little girls with the same style of hair that uh, Sarah had in episode one. And obviously he's knowing about his brother now. When his pregnant wife. And uh, you know it's all kind of just hitting him at once and so he kind of has this little mini panic attack uh and he had one earlier when they kind of the people in that house were kind of like bruh if your brother is over there he's dead he's dead and gone give it up so you said this is new too like we didn't have a joel health condition like this no
1: no no no, no. definitely not
0: yeah, because we don't know. I mean, we don't know if it's a panic attack. It just kind of seems coded that way. The I,
1: I, think, I think it is a panic attack.
0: Yeah. But we also learn later in the episode, he sits down and talks to his brother because they don't really talk a lot at this beginning part. It's a very cold interaction. Joel, in yeah. general, actually kind of becomes cold once he gets here. Like, he becomes very cold to Ellie and the way he's interacting with her again. And then he's very cold toward his brother and kind of blocked off with her cold even to maria so he really gets blocked off once he's in this environment fast uh, <laughs> think maybe a mechanism but when he finally breaks down his walls with his brother he's basically like look i'm not the person i was and i can't i don't think i can do this and his insecurity starts to really creep in about if ellie goes with me she's gonna die <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to get this girl and probably myself both killed uh, if I try to take her down there. Because Tommy, look, Tommy's low key was trolling. Because he was like, look, it's like horrible to get down there. And then when he's like, well, can I make it? <laughs> Tommy's like, oh yeah, you can do it. Everybody's come back that's went down there. Like, yeah. oh, okay. Well then, sir, why did you make it seem like it was a death sentence? <laughs> and then once we see it, is I mean, well, it could be a death sentence, but low key, it was kind of it wasn't too bad. Like, oh, okay, Tommy, if you don't sit your ass,
1: <laughs>
0: listen. Uh, so, what does the conversation look like in the game when Joel makes that choice to send Tommy instead of himself?
1: Um, so they have they go off for a little bit and. You don't see what happens with Maria and Ellie, obviously, because you're playing from Joel's perspective. Um, but during that conversation, Joel just kind of they get into a little articulation because uh, Joel's like, "I was protecting us, like about the all the terrible shit that they've done," and Tommy is like obviously he's he feels the same way in this episode just not okay with the things that they've done to survive and um tommy he actually is like you're in my house now you don't put your hands on me because they get into like a little physical application um yeah and he does end up telling tommy that ellie is immune uh pretty much the same way that he did in this episode but it it stays very like aggressive the conversation uh we never get that emotional side that joel had during this episode and during that conversation uh and joel just kind of being vulnerable for once and i said it in the reaction it's weird because in a lot of ways i feel like this joel is more hardened than the joel in the game but also a lot softer um because we never see joel uh break down like this in the game ever um, but he is also taken him way longer to warm up to Ellie than he did in the game. Um, yeah, it's it's a very great balance that they found with um, adding some new characteristics to Joel while still being very faithful to who he is in the game.
0: Yeah, I was gonna say, how do you how do you like Joel's depiction then, since it sounds like that's a bigger departure than the Ellie depiction from book to show or from game to show?
1: Yeah, I'm loving it. Uh, I think Peter Pascal is doing an amazing job. I think this is his Emmy episode. Uh, that conversation with Tommy fucking ruined <laughs> me. Um, he's so fucking good. Um, yeah, I think I think it's beautiful what they're doing with his character and just how we are getting a maybe um, softer tempered Joel than anything yeah. uh, we saw it in episode four when I was expecting the gun scene to be a huge altercation with Ellie and him. But instead it's, he's mad at himself for putting Ellie in that situation and forcing her to make that decision and uh, her having to, you know, hurt somebody at his expense. Yeah. Um, and I, I loved that change and I love that we are being consistent with joel just he feels like he's he's gonna fail her and he that he already has failed her and he just can't relive what happened to sarah and failing in that moment as a father and i don't think that he wants to even explore the opportunity to have another chance at fatherhood and that's why he was so quick to realize that i'm not good for this girl and i need to give her to tommy and we're going our separate ways
0: yeah that was really a um, an interesting conversation from that aspect like you said just because it was so reminiscent of the talk he had with ellie directly um after it happened and kind of his feelings toward her having to do what she did to save him um I hope something happens. Well, I don't know. Now that... uh, Maybe his fears were proven right because of where he ends off the episode. But I feel like he's a little too hard on himself and his skills overall. Like, sometimes he is a little rough, like how he chooses to (laughs) handle what he tells Ellie. Um, Because I think some people just panic and they think being mean makes the other person just, like, want to go away then. And makes it less difficult, in a way, to say goodbye if you make him mad. (laughs) Um, Because that's kind of what he does when he sits down and talks to Ellie about, like, I think you should go with him. It's definitely not that nice as that. It's like, nah, girl. You're going. You're not my daughter. I'm not your father. We're parting ways. Goodbye. (laughs) And... Allie obviously is like shook as hell. Like, she's like, look, I've lost people too. I've lost everybody in my life has either died or they've left me except for you. And now here you go. Um,
1: and oh, they they performed that scene so well too. It's, it's very different than how it's performed in the game, but also so similar. Uh, the push is definitely a very iconic moment in the game. And I'm so glad that um, we had that here. It's just, I love how different the chemistries are between um, Pedro and Bella and Ashley and Troy, but it just, the dynamic is still just so Ellie and Joel at its core, and it's so cool to see these characters uh, just done so right again. It's, it's, it's really awesome.
0: So when in the, in the game... Does Allie find out about Joel's daughter?
1: Yeah, she finds out at the same time. Uh okay. so when you roll up to her when she runs away and they find her in that room and Joel's like, um, what are you doing running away like this? Pretty goddamn stupid. And then Ellie <laughs> <laughs> get into it. And it's like the same lines in the game where Ellie's like, I'm not her, you know. And but you know what? I did miss the line that's in the game that's pretty iconic um she's like i'm not her you know maria told me about sarah then joel's like "Mm, you tried ellie you're it on some mighty thin ice here (laughs) oh my lord i was waiting for it and didn't come but that's okay
0: (laughs) (laughs) so they basically just kind of fleshed out what we're told basically about like maria telling her about sarah I did like what Maria had to say to her in general, though, about trusting people. Yeah. Especially
1: with uh, Joel kind of betraying her in this episode.
0: Yeah, I mean, it definitely sets up that confrontation and I guess adds a layer to Ellie of, like, she just got this talk from someone else, and now he's kind of abandoning her. Um, And Definitely kind of makes you think she's rethinking that relationship. Particularly in that moment. Um, He redeems himself, thankfully, pretty quickly. uh, And I think she's okay. But... (laughs) Because we get some really nice moments, obviously, with Ellie and Joel throughout the episode. One, on their road up here. But then two, on this little road to Colorado. So we find out they're going to Colorado. So the next morning, Joel... Says he went in here to steal a horse, but then just kind of stayed and said, I I think you deserve a choice, Ellie. And obviously there's no choice. She's like, Tommy, move. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) We'll catch you on the next one, Tommy, but we got to go. I'm choosing Joel. So they hop on their horse. They say Um, goodbye to Tommy. Yeah.
1: I loved that moment that you pointed out in the reaction when she's sitting there waiting with all her stuff and the door opens and it's Tommy and you can just see how disappointed that she is it's yeah. not Joel coming into the room i love that little moment that you pointed out
0: yeah it's like she just wanted she wanted to feel you know that connection back like well, obviously she feels the first feels thing it that so she
1: said when he came into the room and they were started to have their altercation she was like do you give a shit about me or no
0: yeah <laughs> It's like, uh, hello? No.
1: <laughs> he's
0: like, yeah, but he's not really showing yeah. Uh until the next morning. So now they're on their way to Colorado. They've got a horse. Some really cute moments, them just talking about random crap. She, he's now the contractor. Um <laughs> seeing her like rest her head on his back or his shoulder. Uh is really sweet really all these little discussions as they're moving throughout there but they get to colorado they get to this university and we got monkeys running rabbit. are
1: there monkeys in the damn yes. game or what is going yes, on this here this is a part of the game i was so excited <laughs> to see the monkeys <laughs> That's what's going on with these monkeys <laughs> this is like-
0: <laughs> these damn research monkeys See, who was, are free
1: I was trying to act like in suspense when uh, we heard the noises upstairs because <laughs> <laughs> I was like ooh I'm gonna have to play this up uh, but I knew it was a monkey <laughs> Bitch, really- I thought it
0: was a doctor or something. That's like, oh god, we got our first infected of the episode in this damn school. But it's a freaking monkey. So these little monkeys are just running. They're living their best life. It looks like out here at this university campus. But they get to the what we thought was the firefly like base inside of this. I don't know if it was a medical school, school. I believe. Like, because it's, I mean, it's on the university campus. So some sort of medical area, at least. And they're gone. Like, the place has been trashed. The papers are everywhere. No humans in sight. As we said, they kind of have this moment of like, oh, shit. Is somebody upstairs? But it turns out to be a monkey. So once again, we've arrived at another place. Where the Firefly people are supposed to be. And it is gone. Last time I guess they were all like infected and killed. This time it's just abandoned. Like there is no one there. So I guess they could have gotten infected. And you know now they're running around. Doing whatever they gotta do. But um, yeah. They've been run up out of there. But from there Joel looks out the window. We see these little raiders. Walking around. They try to sneak out. But, of course, that never works. And one of them runs upon Joel. He's trying to turn over a new leaf. Trying not to kill people so quick. Because, you know, we got, like, Maria over here talking crazy. Like, mm-hmm. you don't know about him for real, Ellie. But he has to kill this man. So, he killed him. But then, ooh, just kidding. He got stabbed in the altercation. So, he's got this huge-ass wound in his stomach. They escape before the Raiders get there. But on the road, Joel falls off the damn horse looking like he's knocking on, you know, death's door. Yeah. And that's where the damn episode cuts to black. How'd you feel about that ending?
1: Like <laughs> um, well, I said, the reaction a little different than the game. Um, in the game, we kind of have a little... Um, gameplay section where we get to kill all the raiders whatever but then uh, when you think they're all gone one of them kind of attacks Joel out of nowhere on a balcony and then they like break through the glass of the balcony and fall uh, together and Joel falls on like a piece of uh, rhubarb or something like that um, and that's how he gets injured in the game mm-hmm. and Ellie has to like pull him up off of it, and you see all the blood Ooh. spill out, and yeah, and you have to carry Joel out to the horse, and then it plays out the same way that it does in the episode of they're just kind of getting along on the horse, and Ellie's trying to talk to Joel, but you see him, he's not doing well, and he just kind of falls.
0: Mm-mm. Are those lines in the in the game?
1: No, um, actually, when he falls, it kind of all the sound drowns out, and all you do is hear music. oh, yeah, girl,
0: did you think that was the end of the game? No
1: <laughs> I, I don't know man, i when I was playing the game for the first time, I was just like, well what the, what do we do now? <laughs> right?
0: like, what's the game over like what's happening here." <laughs> <sighs>
1: I, I do, like I said in the episode, I know where we're going next episode. Um, in the episode, in the reaction, I know where we're going next episode. Um, It is Left Behind, which is the DLC of the game. If you ask me what my favorite part of part one is, I'd probably tell you the winter section. But if we're including the DLC, the DLC would be my favorite part of part one. Um, I love the story of it and I can't wait to watch it. I know it's going to ruin me. I know it's going to wreck me. I'm not emotionally prepped for this. Yeah. (laughs) I'm, I'm like, dreading next week instead of, like, excited for it.
0: (laughs) So, this week, how do you feel about another episode that is not really action? Like, there's no real action set pieces here. There's kind of one, you know, with the Raiders, but more or less, it's really a character-driven episode.
1: Yeah. uh, I love this. Uh, It's... Episode 3 is my favorite episode of the season so far. And I said it to you. I think this is probably my second favorite episode of the season so far. These episodes are my, my thing. I love episodes of TV where we're just getting character moments. And there's not really a whole lot of plot moving forward. It's just really deeply focused on our character dynamics, interactions, and building relationships. So I ate this up. I loved it. It's... Excellent.
0: Yeah, because we didn't. We see got our infected. taste of
1: action in episode five.
0: Yeah, like last episode, we got our big infected battle. We got you know the the what's it called the bloater, and we got a lot of action just in general throughout, like having to run, a lot of suspense type of stuff going on, mixed with the character development. So, yeah, I think they're doing a good job of spacing it out. Um, I'm just wondering. Especially because video games, you know, you have to sprinkle in more action because you can't just play a game that's, like, all story. Like, not a game like this. You know, (laughs) you gotta have something to do, like, some action, something going on. I just wonder if video game players are disappointed by that. They're like, mm, okay, this is a little bit slow, this is too slow, or what the deal is. But you seem to be on board.
1: I mean, yeah, it's... I I don't understand what people were expecting when the game is 10 hours and if you just take the story out of the game, it's like it runs like 3, right? The gameplay is the big chunk of the game and you can't do that in TV. Yeah. You can't. I'm sorry. And <laughs> <laughs> it, What place was there in this episode for a big shootout or like anything <laughs> like that? There's just action means nothing if it's not motivated and i hate that we have to keep reiterating this because people are so married to the gameplay and i'm like it's not a game it's a tv show we need to get over this we do
0: yeah so it'll be interesting i haven't obviously been online yet to see how people are reacting i just know that was definitely a criticism of some of the earlier episodes and the season at large It's just the pace of it uh, seems to be slow for some people but i think it's great i really loved this episode i'm glad we got tommy yay we got tommy back at least for an episode yes i don't know if we go back there well you said we do in um season two or game part two. two i guess uh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is when we're actually introduced to that little town. Uh so we already got that out the way. Don't have to worry about it. By the, the way, introduction
1: uh I this c- Twitter just confirmed it for me. In the reaction, I was like, Oh, that little girl that ran into frame for a second and looked at Ellie kinda looked like a character from uh part two. And everyone on Twitter is agreeing. Uh and they're like, What's that Dina? Uh so I'm like, Ooh, if that's supposed to be Dina, it's a really cool little Easter egg. Girl, that wasn't Dina. <laughs> Neil Druckmann tweeted he tweeted a picture of the hashtag and was like I love y'all girl get on my face oh my lord
0: well you said this is your second favorite probably of the season Yeah, I think it's definitely up there for me top three for sure so far so again though I, I don't think they've missed I don't think they've missed on a single episode so far in season one and it continues to just kind of be great and this episode specifically was just so beautifully shot. I oh, know the shots that they got were so stunning. I mean, it looks gorgeous. <laughs> you
1: shooting on location was definitely worth it for us. Um, <laughs> I don't know if it was worth it for Peter Pascal and Bella Ramsey, but
0: well, thank you, <laughs> thank you for your suffering. Uh, yes. <laughs> it made for a beautiful set of television. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right, Hannah, do you have any final thoughts on episode
1: six? Um, I don't think so. Uh, Yeah, I just, I am so excited that this show is just as great as I hoped it'd be. Uh, I say this every week, but it just, it means a lot to me that they are getting it so right and that people actually gave a fuck and <sighs> each week it is just um, it confirms that I mean I'm just I'm validated every week with my love for the game and how much this franchise means to me. So
0: yeah, I think it's another great episode as someone who hasn't played the games, I think it's a really obviously compelling story and I'm glad personally that it has been so character driven. Um I think that's really just added a lot rather than just making this another post-apocalyptic zombie-like, you know, series or movie that we've seen very often. Uh, It's the characters and bonding with them and their journey that makes this a more rewarding experience. And obviously, they know how to do that really well because they bond us to people in one episode and then break our hearts and kill them by the end of that episode. So, you know. No, uh, this episode. no we didn't have any new characters that we heavily explore and kill off. So, yay. Hannah did still cry. She's six for six. So I we did. Are- I did.
1: <laughs> I, I'm genuinely, I'm trying. Every week, I'm trying so hard not to. I can't. What was the first moment of this episode when I cried? It was early. It was early. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, it happened pretty quick. And then
0: it happened again later on. Oh, yeah.
1: But <laughs> it was just out of it's nowhere. It's I mean, Bella Ramsey. It's always Bella Ramsey. <laughs>
0: it just gets her out of nowhere. It's just like a random moment that snaps something inside of Hannah. And out come the tears.
1: <laughs> it's always... Oh, it's always just something that Bella does. And I'm like, oh my god, it's so (laughs) Ellie.
0: But there was nothing overly traumatic. Well, there's this suspenseful, is he dead, is he alive ending. But there's no, like, actual traumatic death that takes place in this episode. So... I don't know if everybody else will cry. Hannah cried. Um, Let us know if the tears were hitting your, your sofa, your computer, wherever you're watching the show. (laughs) But that was episode six of P S I T L O U. Uh, Thank you all so much for listening and discussing the last of us with us each and every week. Hopefully next week, we'll have Josie and Dwayne back. Josie is out there repping Cinemania, Film Posers, everybody else at the Hollywood Critics uh, Association Awards right now. So that's exciting. And Dwayne, well, that work schedule just be kicking his ass sometimes. You yeah, know. You know how it does. So <laughs> hopefully, though, next week, we'll be back on track and back to normal. But Hannah, where can people find you on the interwebs?
1: Argentina on Twitter
0: perfect and you can find me at Chili Boy Productions on YouTube where you can watch our reactions that Hannah has alluded to throughout the episode you can watch us in real time see those moments where Hannah starts crying as they happen Uh, (laughs) then follow me on Instagram at Chili Boy Productions and Twitter at Chili Boy YT also make sure you're following the podcast at Cinemania World on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook Facebook. Thank you all so much for listening and we'll catch you on the next one. Bye.